Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jersey Joe Corner. It is brought to you by Big Heads Media. It is going to be a great hockey season uh, coming right up. A lot of interesting things. Uh, Anchor.fm will help you uh, start your podcast and get things rolling. It's going to be a lot smoother when you uh, when you get the Anchor app, and it's so much easier to navigate. Even their online website at Anchor.fm is very efficient, and you can do a lot of great things with it. With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I know we just had another episode the other day, so uh, Jim, let's explain the good and the bad news today. All right, so we got some good, we got some bad news. Give you the bad news first, because everybody wants that out of the way. Everybody wants that. Based tonight, seven teams are going home. That's it. Seven teams, being one of them being the New Jersey Devils, going home. Buffalo Sabers. Uh, L.A. Kings, Sharks, um, Ducks, Ducks, Sens, and of course, obvious one, so the Red Wings of Detroit. Sorry, Dave Coulier. Yeah, they're gone. They're going home. See ya. Um, basically, from what uh, I was hearing, I've been told, and other people have been putting out there that some of the teams have been told already that this was going to go through. So their players have been home, and they weren't going to even come back. So basically, the bottom seven teams are done. Uh, they may we may never we may not see them play again until the end of 2020, 2021. So we don't know. They could have nine months off. Um, the bad, uh, the good now. That's the bad. The good is that the NHLPA executive board uh, approved the return to play playoff format, the 2014 playoff format, um, that was proposed by the NHL yesterday um obviously there were some they had about no one knows the official numbers but they had the numbers to pass it um definitely some teams unhappy about it one of them being pittsburgh uh not happy they got to play the canadians and carry price right away um i kind of agree with that um i think be honest i think there should be some receding after this if i'm a toronto maple leafs or columbus blue jackets fan and I see the Canadians have a chance to play the Flyers. They have better odds than we do. Um, I think the Bruins should be have to get rewarded for being a number one seed. So I think there should be some receding after these playing games. I believe that, you know, 
if you look at the way NHL Park, the Devils just fell three points short. They would have made the playoffs had it not been for that. I'm getting really hot at and it's been, you know, so close. Yeah, but the problem, but the problem is, but the problem is, and here's the thing, and everybody, and, and those I talk to, and I've even put this out there, um, and you know, somebody brought up a good question. Somebody brought up a good point. If this was, if it wasn't um, New York, Montreal, and Chicago, we even having a conversation about a 2014 playoff. The answer is no. Um, we're probably hearing about a 20-team playoff, or we're hearing about maybe one or two teams to play a, a number one seed. It's about money. It's about who draws. And, yes, it's upsetting. But if the Devils were one of the last three teams that were getting in, this doesn't happen. Maybe a team, you know, same with maybe it's the Panthers. Hey, sorry, there must be some crazy connection problem going on with all this uh, smart TV stuff taking up the internet. So what I was saying before I proposed the question, um, somebody brought this, this is a great point. If this had been other teams besides Rangers, Canadians, and Chicago, are we having a 2014 playoff discussion? It it could have been a little bit lesser then. It probably is 20. Why? It's about money and it's about markets. I hate to say it. It's ratings. It's ra- It's about ratings and it's about trying to get revenue back that you're losing. Is it fair? No. Does it hurt more? Yeah. But if it was the Devils, you know, Sabres and another team, it's probably not probably not happening. Um, you know, if the Panthers were in a position where they were, you know, near the bottom – it, it, no, it, it probably is 20, maybe a couple of playing games. Maybe it's the only like 20-team playoff. But the markets that are there, the Rangers, Canadians, and Chicago, because those teams draw to original six, You whether you love them or you hate them, you're watching it. Same with Bruins, same with Toronto, same with Detroit. It just Those are the teams that you're going to want to watch because whether you hate them or love them. Because guess what? I'm going to watch that Hurricanes-Rangers series. I'll watch. I'll watch and root for the Hurricanes, right. but it ain't gonna be for long. Right. It's Canadians at Pittsburgh. That's a good series. I'm gonna I'll root watch. for Montreal on that. Right. <laughs> Chicago, Edmonton. That's a. I think Edmonton's gonna win that series. But you know, again, it's all about markets. And now, the big detail is about player safety. Where's it gonna go? Um, Will there be fighting? Will there be? We don't know. There's a lot of things to be worked out. Are they gonna play with face shields? Are they not? Are, what's going on? Most likely they won't be fighting. There's just a lot of things. I think the biggest thing for the players is safety. Um, they're looking at that. Um, you know, best of five, obviously, first round. Where are they playing these games? Again, I, you know, definitely Vegas is one of the spots, no doubt. Um, Edmonton. I heard rumor Florida would be in there. Florida, possibly. Columbus is still because of the hotel that they have five minutes from Nationwide that can hold a lot of people and they have ice. Vegas has the ice. Edmonton's trying to set up a bubble city for their team. My biggest question is, if it's two West Coast cities, you're going to have to cater to East the people on the East Coast for the times. You're not going to be one to watch, and especially the Leafs in Canada, you're not going to be one to watch in the Leafs late at night. 
you're going to want those ratings and you're going to want them and prime time for East Coast people, which means they play at four or one o'clock in the afternoon over on the West Coast. You know, they could have done is that with the other teams in the East, they could have had like one of the games in Quebec City. I mean, it's not that hard to get them a little bit further out of Montreal for the non-Montreal teams. The problem is, so. I think Quebec, and I think the problem is Eastern Canada has got hit a lot harder than Western Canada. And I, I know Toronto's been mentioned as a hub city. I could definitely see Columbus being a hub city um, for the East and then Vegas for the West. Or if they want to do Edmonton for the first two rounds and then Vegas for the semifinal, for the conference finals and finals, I'm okay with that. Um, I think Vegas is definitely going to get it. Um, it's just because of, you know, it's just perfect. You're going to have the strip to yourself, all that stuff. It, it, it just makes sense. And so if I'm correct, the Vegas Golden Knights are in this playoff bracket. Am I correct? Yeah. So, and this allows Devils fans to even further examine Gerard Gallant's, uh, play structure. And I talked about earlier on Twitter that, you know, a, what makes a great GM is not a great GM, but great coach, a great coach is someone who understands and respects the art of war, which is the way you think out your strategy and your structure of your team and your philosophy that's used on the ice and off the ice. So that's my take on that part. But let's touch on the Western part of the playoffs, which usually is the heaviest of hockey. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it, it's going to be interesting um, because just the of who's where and, you know, like the matchup between Vancouver and um, Winnipeg, that'll be an interesting matchup to see, um, you know, the best of five, you know, Vancouver's the, getting healthy. You got Markstrom against Hellenbeck. The Jets should win that series. I, they're a better team. I think they're more physical. We see what Josh Morrissey did and a couple of other, their defensemen, that stepped in Bufflin's place. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't be surprised if they win best of five. Um, you know, again, Edmonton and Chicago is that it's, it's, I mean, realistically Edmonton should win. Chicago was a seller at the deadline. Um, Nashville, Arizona. I mean, that's a good one. Nashville, I'm, so- I'm I have. sorry. It's actually Calgary and Winnipeg in that in that first round to face the winner would face the Blues, so it would be Vancouver, Minnesota. So I actually give the slight edge to the Canucks over the Wild. Um, I would like them in that um, with Vancouver. Winnipeg, Calgary is a toss up. I still give the edge to Winnipeg. Um, I just like their team a little bit better. Uh, and I think Line will be ready. Uh, Nashville, Arizona, kind of a toss up. Uh, both teams kind of struggling. Two struggling teams right there. And I, I'm not crazy about John Hines as uh, the coach of Nashville. So I tend to like them a little bit more because of their offense is better. Their defense is a little bit better than Air- – although Arizona has Ekman Larson. So you could favor Arizona in that part. But I still like Smith, uh, who is no longer on that team. You have – what was it for – what was it? Auntie Ranta in Arizona. So he, he could give the slight edge. To yeah. Arizona in that series. Exactly. I mean, so I mean, look, it, it's a, it's definitely a toss up. I mean, personally for me, I mean, any of the next round series, like 
if you push it through, you see Canucks and or uh, you see Winnipeg and, and and Blues. That's a rematch from last year. That that was a good series. Um, Vancouver and, and uh, Colorado is really that would be good. Uh, Vegas will beat anybody they play. Um, and then I think Edmonton and Dallas would be a fantastic series. Um, look, you know I saw this on uh, I saw this proposed on Twitter today. Uh, somebody mentioned you know with the, the time off. And and then going straight into the playoff format, you know who does it benefit the most? And you know I said, well, teams that are dealing with injuries, teams like Colorado, teams like Vancouver, teams like a team like Columbus. Um, you know everybody forgets they're they're if this season regular season continues, they're holding on by a thread. They have all these injuries. These guys are getting hurt. Players like Seth Jones, they're a uh, Corpus Salo. Then Merslick, Wenberg, Wenberg, all these guys get hurt, and they're still in a playoff position. Now they're in, and now they're playing Toronto. That's not an easy matchup for the Maple Leafs whatsoever. You, usually, the Maple Leafs turn it on in the first round, and they get kicked out of the first round. I honestly like the way Elvis Merslickens, the Latvian goaltender. He he's starting to really show his true colors at the NHL level. I said to you about him a few years ago when he got drafted. I really like – he went, went, I think, fourth or fifth round or something like that. And I saw him play in the World Juniors that year on TV, and I was, I was impressed with him. So I just think that a guy like him would do a lot of wonders for Columbus. I mean, look, I, I like, you know, another team like Florida, you know, is, you know, with the time off, does that help Bob figure out his game? He comes in, he gets, he gets going against the Islander team that, you know, was struggling down the stretch. Maybe they figure, maybe they're starting to figure things out, you know, with the Rangers, you know, Shesterkin's back now. So they got him and, and Georgiev, you know, um, you know, Carolina was dealing with some injuries. Now they're getting some healthy players back. You know, in a best of five, Pittsburgh up against Carey Price. I know people have, you know, I, I mean, I'm still not fearful of him, but he can steal a series here. So you're talking about Carey Price? Yeah, I mean, he could still he he could still steal a series, but the problem is, um, Montreal was a seller at the deadline. They gave Kovalchuk to Washington. Even if they were a seller, I mean, still they they can play and one of the fastest games and still play a little heavy hockey here, but their bottom four lines, if you look at the third and fourth lines, you know, guys like Dale Weiss, who they had over the years, they can certainly use other veteran presences to be able to grind it out. But usually that's Pittsburgh's forte is, you know, stepping up with Gensel and, you know, Russ and, you know, you can name other few guys in those lines. They could really steamroll, uh, Teams out of the playoffs. Exactly. So, I mean, it's crazy um, to think, you know, what what's going on. Um, you know, who's going to be playing where. Um, Will Father Time catch up with the Capitals? Yeah, I mean, but you know what? Now they're rested. You know, they went deep one year, then they went to seven games last year. You could see they were tired. Now they got some time off. <laughs> Are they are they destined to make a run? Does that help Hopi out? You know all these things, and now these team, now everybody's rested. Obviously, these top seeds are going to be playing like a round robin type thing. Not really sure if it's going to be if they're going to be reseeded or just going to be like EXO games to get teams, um, you know, in shape. But you know, it's still 
it's, you know, it's better than nothing. They're not sitting around, but, you know, now, you know, who, who's going to be playing, who's going to be hot coming in like a team like Boston, their number one seed for most of the year in the, in the East. And they could be bounced out with a team that gets hot. And I was always going to say, like, there are teams that do absolutely well before the COVID-19 happened, like the Flyers did. And then now you have teams like the Bruins who are, they were just steamrolling all the way near the end. And now it's like, shnikes, we just lost momentum. And it's like, how, let's start to turn on the playoff mode and see how playoff mode goes. And if everyone, you know, is ripen enough to place that playoff style hockey, which is usually fast, quick, and physical. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I think the Bruins will be fine, to really be honest. I think they're one of the teams that you got to, you know, watch out for um, this year. But everything else is pretty much wide open. I mean, I see other teams like Carolina voted no on it. Um who else voted no? Pittsburgh and Carolina right now. It it just those are looking like the reports. Um, you know, I think Edmonton might have voted yes just because McDavid was on that committee for return to play, but it definitely was Pittsburgh was one of them. So, and so with with all this going forward with the next upcoming days, do you see any rulings on the uh, conventional picks that you know? Tommy Fitzgerald and Ray Shiro made, you know, over the course of the last season? Um, I don't know. We'll see. I think there's trying to – I think what we'll see is, like, maybe, you know, them finalizing when, you know, we're going to get back to, like, train, like having training camps and when play is going to officially resume and maybe you've set a date finally on this draft. I think, I think everything was hinging on, you know, them getting order – in place for them to play. They wanted to play. And what, what also is for me is this, this shows me that, you know, the, the NHL made an effort to put forth that they wanted to um, get out there first. They want to be the first league back out and saying, Hey, we're coming back to play. Obviously the NFL is down the road. College football is down the road. Major league baseball. We don't know. These guys are fighting again. Like it's 1994 about money and the more and you know some people were okay with what Blake Snell said others now are that with the way it seems like you know if Arizona finishes uh further up in the standings uh you, like I'm talking about playoffs of course say they win the first round or whatever Yeah I mean I could see it um the old I mean, I could, um, I could, I can see them figuring out. I think that's the next step is figuring out the compensatory picks, like with Vancouver, with the Arizona pick where it falls, um, what the final standings will look like. I think they'll figure that out. But what I was gonna say is, is that the NHL needs to um, figure out that they need to show the world that hey, we want to get eyes on our product. We're gonna announce that we're coming back, so it gets people to watch. Because we know what the lockouts did for the NHL out of 2000, 2004. And, you know, 
we know what what's going on there. So we'll see what that has what there's going to be done with that, and then we'll move forward. All right, so let's talk about that lottery stuff. So, okay, so um, as I said, um, you know, they're going to have to figure that out. I think that's the next thing that they figure out. I think where the picks fall, what the stand, official final standings are going to be. Yeah, I mean, I can hear you. You're still connected. Connected. So yeah. I just wanted to agree on those uh, – those draft teams with the uh the draft picks with the uh the what was it the uh, conditionals yeah so, well that's that's what they got to figure out next now that they have everything else in line that's what they're going to have to figure out next what the standings are how all these picks work what what goes on if a team like you know much like say somebody are they going to swap picks if the team in the playing round loses like what's going on there but this final seven or the last seven are set in stone. So the so you know, lot protected. Um, do you think they're going to go back to the 2011 draft format, but use the three winners and let's say the tenth picks right? Wouldn't that move the Devils' uh, sixth overall to like, let's say, fifth or something like that? Or yeah, I could, however... I could see the, I could see them that maybe the team only can go up like one spot if there's a draft lottery. Maybe they have something like that. Maybe they have a made-for-TV draft lottery with these seven teams or whoever gets eliminated after the playing round. Um, or you could go back to what they did in '05, um, which you know most people thought it was rigged, but. Um, because it was, but, um, uh, I think, I really think that, you know, they're going to, they're, that's what the next thing, that's the next piece is voting on figuring out what the format is for everything. Because wouldn't it also have to be like another 18 plus votes to okay it you know by all those uh, I think, yeah i mean that is that's the that's the nhlpa executive um board committee that did all this um because they were turning to play i think that's more like the competition committee and the board of governors and it's rule changes and what they want to do there so we'll see what they do but that's the next step that and all the other nhl teams that have all those, uh, there's like I've seen so many tri- normal, but just uh, so there's a lot of ruling to do, and that kind of like shapes up the draft. And then we hope that they make it, let's say, early August. But it well, seems like- I, I don't know if the dra- I don't know if the draft's going to be early August if they're playing in August, because obviously NBC has that Olympic window at the end of uh, July that they're going to want to fill. So if they start, if they're playing hockey at the end of July into August, they're not going to have a draft until after the season's over. So basically we're going to have summer hockey. Then we're going to have, you know, almost back to school uh, NHL draft. So you get your 18 and ups 
draft and whatever. And then about free agency, did they say anything about free agency? Uh, most likely. I mean, I know what the proposals have been is the free agency would begin after the season. I know contracts are be ex- being extended through because um, most contracts end J- June 30th. Um, but um, they're being extended through July and August. All right. So that's one of those things that we have to keep on, you know, everyone who's listening. So it means – you know, just because it's July first, you know, they're they're this time around they're not free agents until a set date is proposed. Exactly, um, and then and then another thing we got to watch out for. Another thing is, you know, with the next season starting possibly November, it could be December, it could be January. Is that a format that they're going to be going to f- from now on? And I know a lot of GMs and owners around the league do want to avoid those first two months of NFL and college football because NFL and college football season. Yeah, they just don't get the revenue from from everything. So I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them starting later. I've always said, to be honest, I think I personally think that the season should be shouldn't be eighty two games. I my favorite season has been the was the 2013 lockout shortened season because every game mattered and I was glued to the television. Um, I I was I was at those games, but but it doesn't matter because there's too much money at stake, so it won't happen. But I do see them maybe pushing it back, maybe a month or two going forward. So you're saying that you know they'll have maybe training camp in like let's say September, but they'll do it for like a month and maybe sometime in November, like maybe the early weeks of November, you know, or whatever they think, you know, would be best doable besides the politics playing into it with states like New Jersey reopening slowly, but surely with the other states opened up a little sooner, maybe in a few months, there will be more places that are more populated beginning to slowly open, maybe hoping by the winter time, maybe more people can get out. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what they're hoping. They know they're, uh, they know they're, uh, they know they're not going to have fans now, but they're trying to hold off to get fans for the for the next season. The owners and the higher ups in the NHL are doing their um, their work with the CDC and everything that's external from you know all the pro sports leagues. Exactly. That's what that's what they have to do. Which is which is a good thing because you know, I my I'm just making sure. So anything I was saying, I've seen people on you know towards the social media say like uh, they would hope to have two thousand people in a don't want any fans in the game just yet. So there'll be some worked out. Yeah, I, I could see something like that happening. Provide, you know, more ideas for you know, <laughs> or whatever. 
because there's always going to be something going on. Look, I I know, you know, if you look at, you know, the state of college football, you're looking at, like, Big Ten SEC schools are saying they're going to probably have, you know, 20,000 people there. Uh, they potentially spread out because they can do it. Mostly it's going to be student section and um, just donors in the suites, which is fine. At least you have something. Um, with the NHL, it'll be tougher. I think they could definitely get um, – you know, people back there. Um, we, you know, you just don't know. Um, you know, again, it all depends on you know the virus and you know what's best, and you know safety is a big thing. So, certainly, it is. I mean, we think about how the players will come back, and I was reading reports saying you know, no spitting, no fighting. I like really no fighting how you're gonna like it's it's hard to even avoid like a hip check to be one of those or it's hard to be you know avoiding like someone like trying to push you away from their own crease so that's really hard to avoid contact at some sort i mean this is a contact sport we can't avoid stuff like that no we can't (laughs) i mean there's definitely there's definitely gonna be changes, no doubt. Uh, there's definitely gonna be changes. But it seems like um, they will go to like those full plastic face shields that they usually save for like the kind of uh, outdoor hockey that you would do. Uh yeah. I mean, I wear I wear a cage when I play outside. Uh, I personally don't like the. I personally and most players don't like the that the um the bucket um because it fogs too easily and it's just um it's just a pain in the butt so it'd be like a semi bucket yeah i think that's i think that's what you're gonna see i think you'll you'll probably see that visor and that cage kind of thing piece going um similar to what you know like the hawks wore in mighty ducks um and it does seem like you know, companies like Bauer will eventually make, you know, these adjustments for these players and their clients. Absolutely. Yeah, no, we'll definitely see some things uh, there for sure. But it certainly will change and improve the uh, the business of hockey gear for a long time, though. Actually, just thinking about it, you know, there, there will be some advancements. Absolutely. So, by the way, so I heard from Murph tonight. Um, I was trying. That's why we. Were, I want. I was trying to see if we can get him on. Uh, just who, Jimmy Murphy. Who was I that? I was trying to get Jimmy Murphy. Jimmy on, Murphy, yeah, because he's the one that kind of broke it, broke the story. Uh, but he said he he'd love to come on, but just not tonight. He's you know enjoying Memorial Day weekend. So <laughs> I'm not holding that against one of my favorite sources. No, no, so. he's a good dude. Yeah, no. So he's enjoying. Uh, he's enjoying the weekend. So, but he said he'd love to, to come on, and he's got a lot more details. So, to tell him Tuesday would would be the earliest, if not, you yeah. know, if 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 Monday, you know, he's having his cheer and a beer, that's okay. I mean, you know, that's that's Memorial Weekend. Speaking of Memorial Week, I know I, we touched on it a little bit. I just still miss, you know, seeing highlights of the Memorial Cup, and one of my favorite highlights is uh, Adam Henrique and. Uh, Taylor Hall on a scoring drive for the Windsor Spitfires. Yeah, I miss watching Memorial Cup. Usually I have it on a Friday night this weekend. You know, it was funny. I was thinking, 
you know, so this came to my idea. So I've been watching, like, I still watch Tennis Channel a lot because, you know, I still got the exhibition games on and, and stuff like that. Um, but they, they have their Tennis Channel live segments on at 12, and they've been, and, you know, they, each week they're showing, like, weeks of the U.S. Open, and they just dissect that week, and they do stuff like that. And, you know, it made me, t- and then they have their list, their, you know, their top 10 list. This week they had rivalries, you know, um, upsets, um, you know, you know, media darlings, all, all this kind of stuff. And, and it got me thinking, it's like, you know, NHL Network needs to figure out a way um, to, uh, you know, step up the expand. expand, step up their game because, you know, you know, NHL now is on at four, but am I glued to the TV if it's a nice day outside? 12 o'clock, I'm, no. I'm sitting, at, I'm, I'm at the lunch table, I'm eating, I'm finishing up work to eat lunch. I'm going to throw Tennis Channel on and see what they got. Um, that's why I missed when EJ and Don LaGreca were doing their thing from the from the NHL Network, the studio in the in the store. You had that on at noon. It was great. You know what I would, I would like to propose the idea to NHL Network? I know they're probably listening to something else somewhere in Secaucus, New Jersey, is to have, like, a breakdown of the draft the – draft players, prospects, profiles, stuff like that. Talk to some scouts or at least do like a Craig Buttons, like, you know, like, and Bob McKenzie doing their takes of like, um, like TSN, except you have them given, you know, the North Americans, like their perspective instead of just, uh, anyways, that was, that was an alert. Um, nothing breaking there. Um, but what I'm saying is like, you know, let's say Craig Button does his top 31, right? Yeah. It would be great to have him and Bob at the same time and maybe Sam Constantino of Sportsnet, you know, all get together and do like the, you know, the big expert uh, mock draft. And so that got me thinking one day, why don't we get someone like Jimmy, someone like Alex Chavancy and a couple others uh, together and make our uh, top 31s for the NHL 2020 draft after they do the lottery. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, once they announce everything, that'd be cool. Certainly. I mean, you know, there have been some things like, you know, my stepfather was like, you know, you, you guys never miss a beat. Not not even since coronavirus. I said, you know what? It just makes you think even more. Like you kind of just reflect. So, yeah, I exactly, mean, exactly. We kind of reflected. We got you know the guy who wrote Puck Report on Twitter. You know the NHL news guy said we did a great job with you know with Charlie the other day. He he gave us props. People have been running with that clip now. Oh wow! With, with that that I posted about you know Gallant and the Devils from our from our podcast interview because he sent me something about how somebody picked it up, um but didn't somebody yeah it wasn't it was someone no big? it was like one of those like like hockey feed sites like stuff like that maybe Steve Pagnota would like to come on. So you know, it'd be it would be nice to get Dave. I'll see if I can get talk to him. I'm a Dave Pagnota. Yeah. But um, but he was saying that he was mis, you know, he wasn't misquoted, but they just put his name wrong. So I was like, well, you got to fix that because you know, you know where the source is on that. Um, but yeah. and then I saw the one guy, uh, who was it today? Um, 
crap. What was the dude's name? Um, what? Oh, it was. Wait the, a minute, what was it? It was the NJ Devil blog. He's like rumors are saying that Devils are expected to sign Gerard Gallant. Um, and he's talking about that. Um, and I said, just remember where he, where that came from. Just remember where you heard that from. And I quoted the podcast, and you know. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And you know what? Like, we've gotten really good sources this past season. I really want to give props to this person. Um, I don't want to, like, you know, throw ideas of businesses and all that. But, you know, this source of ours uh, broke down, like, you know, Heinz's, like, status with the team, uh, stuff on Taylor Hall. Um, even like when, it, when I would text you, what's going on with this situation? What's this rumor? Like this has to be either something completely false or like this has to be true of some sort. Yeah, exactly. And so, well, I'm sure we got more sources behind the scenes nowadays since, you know, other people are starting to reach out to us. Exactly. And it's crazy because, like, I, I love how, like, you know, I like these guys like Clay Travis, like the guys that outkick the coverage mostly, just like do, like, national sports and basketball, football. I love how they had a report today um, talking about the hockey proposal. It's like when you guys ever talk about hockey, now you're saying July 6th they're coming back. It's like no one has ever set a date. We all know it's going to be sometime in July. We just – no one knows the exact date, and to put an exact date on it is – it would be wrong because if if they come out and say, "Oh, it's not that date," then you look like a fool. I know it's sometime. We know it's sometime July, mid July, late mm. July. We know they're covering the NBC Olympic window. That's for sure. Right. It would be one of those like after those big events. Right. It's like in the middle of that summertime, like when we're not thinking about hockey for the first couple days. We were usually think of the Tour de France. Yeah. So. But I don't. I think they can still do that because you could bike a little further away from apart, but still, someone might bump into each other. But uh, you don't want to have fans next to each other. Just thinking about it. Just um, with the NHL season of 2020, 2021 coming up, don't you think they're gonna cut off some seats and maybe raise ticket prices and other things to offset some losses? I don't know. I don't know, but I do know they're going to have to figure out a way to make the home uh, experience <laughs> worth their time. Um, Be- like, it, it would be great to see some sort of new innovation. Like, I know some arenas are, like, other seats are on top of each other, but it doesn't quite feel like that at a Devils game. Look, you know, there's going to be definitely going to be some upgrades. There's going to be some different things. Um, but, you know, you don't know um, until <laughs> until it happens, until they announce it. What they should be doing is figuring out a way when they do come back is to make sure that all these first responders and the nurses and the doctors don't have to pay a dime to get into these games. That It would be when I go to a doubles game the salute to service for, you know, and present, you know, like, you know, military people, they should do that for essential workers too. So, I mean, they're the people that keep the 
you know, the country running, honestly, every. Exactly. Fiat won the uh, JetBlue, uh, the two tips for uh, nominating your favorite nurse. So that's cool. so her name is Maria Anton. Got that. I actually put in good word for her. So for people. So, yeah, her, I mean, uh, that's... And she works at Barnabas Hospital, which is to the new... It is. So, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much what we got going. I mean, that's pretty much what the gist is right now. Um, Probably more... Um, we'll probably, you know, we'll probably know more in the, in the coming days. But... um. So we'll see what's going on, but it looks like that <clears throat> that it's probably going to be, you know, we're going forward with it. It'll be in July, and uh, we're going to have hockey, so that's all that matters. What all that matters is that season, there's late autumn yeah we we really don't know yeah we're we're gonna have hockey so that's all that matters and it's it's gonna be fun I mean memorial as long as podcast run and you know we're gonna hit us, which means it'll be... yeah exactly will be and we got some changes coming maybe a new title so Church. what maybe maybe we'll get some more maybe maybe anyway everybody I hope you guys have a great night enjoy Memorial Day we just wanted to give you a quick shout-out, just tell you what was going on, and we'll be back next week. All right. See you next week, people. Enjoy your Memorial Day. We'll be off that day, so be safe. Definitely be safe.